0: To the Thrive in China podcast with me, Christina Kohler Kaluchir from Woodburn Accountants and Advisors. Our daily episodes on solving your China business pain points are there to help China leaders, managers, and entrepreneurs with the daily struggles they may be facing while setting up and operating in China. We look at corporate administrative battles such as tax planning, incorporation, accounting, HR issues as well as cultural and language nuances that may occur. Please share the link to our episode. Our mission is to help as many people who are struggling to do business in the China market. If you would like to schedule a call, please click on the link in the comments section of the episode. And if you would like to learn more about Woodburn accountants and advisors, then head on over to our website at woodburnglobal.com. Enjoy. In today's episode, we are going to be looking at whether size really matters, the ups and downs of owning a small business in China. The dream of business growth is often seen as a desirable progression as part of a company owner's long-term business plan, but some business owners prefer to keep their businesses in China small because they see far greater benefits in running very small ventures from so far away, but despite the apparent benefits of small firms, keeping your business small can be a major barrier to growing your profits. So is there any good reason not to grow your business in China if you can acknowledge and mitigate the disadvantages of growth? Here we're going to identify in today's episode a few key points. The first one is overheads. Now, it may seem an obvious point, but the fewer employees you have, the lower your salary bill and the lower the cost of business premises or office space. In short, your monthly outgoings are reduced and you can hold on to more of the profit. In addition, a leaner organization means you can operate the business more efficiently. And with the flat management structure characteristic of a small business, decisions can be made quickly giving your new China business the flexibility to adapt quickly to market forces, which is generally a luxury most larger companies lack. And in China, it would seem many foreign invested companies recognize those advantages, whether they're on their way to higher growth or choosing to remain small. The Chinese government can provide benefits to smaller foreign investors in China by giving tax incentives, for example. But this assistance exists to help entrepreneurs establish new businesses, not to restrict their future growth. And the reality is that a small staff and lower overheads aren't always advantageous. Staying small may give you those efficiencies in your management structure, but you never grow. Not only will you be limited in the size and scope of the business you can take on. In addition, You'll also never be able to take advantage of the economies of scaled, enjoyed by larger businesses, and your business may suffer higher costs, right? This affects your purchasing power. Um, this may affect um, other things that, that could potentially increase your unit cost. The second is the ups and downs of hiring talent. The the draw of being closer to the customer or client is attractive to many employees and staff who enjoy being part of a small team, can often be um, rewarded with close communication and collaboration with the business owner, as well as the satisfaction of being able to input ideas and deliver new services or products to market much faster as a result of fewer decision makers. This gives the business owner a distinct advantage over larger competitors and allows you to be nimbler in correcting any service or production issues. Furthermore, keeping your business small means you can be quick to adapt according to feedback and quick to handle any negative PR more effectively. But there's a drawback. Even though many small businesses offer non-financial perks, as well as the opportunities to stay close to Um, the creative and decision-making process. The inescapable truth is that in most cases, larger companies in China can afford to pay employees more and are therefore more likely to attract the best talent. And the key takeaway here, you'll only ever compete in the Chinese market for top talent if you're constantly striving for growth. Employees want to see the company growing. They want to see you getting bigger. And if you just remain stable in their minds, that becomes a boring job. The third item is markets and finance. Small companies, in order to thrive in China, often position themselves in niche markets where um, they are unlikely, at least for a while, to be troubled by larger competitors. It goes without saying that a small company operating in an established mass market presents difficulties with more intense competition. But niche markets can offer what economists refer to as a price inelastic elastic demand, meaning that demand from customers or clients will not change regardless of whether the price falls or rises. That means that small businesses operating in niche markets can charge a higher markup, which in turn allows them to be more profitable despite lower volumes. But is that sustainable? The downside here is that you may only be successful in your niche market for a short time. When larger organizations come along, they can compete on price because their size allows them to take advantage of economies of scale. And if you decide you want to scale up your business to keep pace with your competitors, you'll need to finance that growth. And that presents another problem for a small China business owner. Whilst larger and established SMEs can use their track record and growth to help secure finance for small businesses, bank finances where available can be expensive. And if you can secure investment from angel investors or venture capitalists, business owners will often have to surrender much more equity in their venture than they might otherwise have liked. Um, The bigger and more established you are, the less risk you present to potential lenders. The last point that I wanna highlight is the personal touch versus name recognition. Bringing with it a heightened appreciation of the value of each customer in China, the personal touch can give a small boutique business a competitive advantage over bigger rivals. For a start, they'll know that your company's staff will have detailed individual knowledge of each and every client and are likely to see a client through every stage of their engagement with your company. Why? Because when staff members in China in a small business are closer to the customer, they have more of a stake in that transaction and assume higher levels of responsibility. And the upshot of that is that they're much more likely to show higher levels of engagement. That personal connection to the Chinese client or customer can really pay dividends. Um, But there's a downside here too. The bigger your business, the more money and time you can spend on brand building and marketing in China. And when you, as a business owner, spend the majority of your time at the coal face of your business, liaising and selling to customers, you'll have little time to develop your brand. The key takeaway here is you don't have to sacrifice the loyalty of existing customers in order to appeal to a wider market and nor should you. Whichever camp you fall into, As many companies in China who have been through the growth phase will attest, it always pays to remember how you did things as a small business and why they were important at that time in your China startup phase. The advantages of staying small, therefore, don't have to be eclipsed by growing your business and your profits. And with the right advice and careful planning, you might just be able to achieve the best of both worlds. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, do not forget to hit the subscribe button, leave a rating and review as this helps other individuals find us. If you would like to discuss your China business pain points, check out our show notes, which has a link to our diary to book a call directly with me. See you soon.